it called again? Convincing idiots. Convincing idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today, uh, Jingle All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing Ball's in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding awesome. a turd just mightily. I'm just going any hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note, uh, three. And welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the vodcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. This is Convincing Idiots. My name's Dean, the Zennial. I'm Brian Gen X. And my name is Nicholas. I will be your millennial for the evening. And uh, if you are joining us for the very first time, first of all, we welcome you. Uh, Mm. We are Convincing Idiots. We are three friends representing loosely three generations. Uh, We get together weekly and talk about nerd nerd and pop culture things. Um, so if you have not already done so, please go follow us, like us, rate, review, all those things, social media, podcast platforms, you know the drill. Uh, please, to have all of those laid out for you, go to our link tree, just Google Convincing Idiots, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E, and there you will find links to all of our social media pages, as well as our email address, our YouTube channel uh and different platforms in which you can hear our lovely voices via your favorite podcatcher you can also find that stuff that i just mentioned on our website and that would be convincingidiots.wordpress.com and you can find out those things as well as a little bit uh learn a little bit about us if you feel uh, like you want to do so um but you may not you may learn just enough about us here tonight and not want to listen anymore and for that we understand as well and apologize and thank you for tuning in all the same um so (laughs) i have got so many questions right now yeah Yeah. (laughs) i've got so many questions i'm gonna start with nick um is your volume down or are you going for an smr uh i'm just situation or you just chill this week i'm feeling pretty laid back feeling okay okay pretty chill i mean yeah. It, it, it's WrestleMania week, you know, so yeah. I'm super excited. I got my Roddy, Roddy Piper t-shirt on, mm. you know. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm what excited, WrestleMania but... number is this? Uh, 38, I believe. God. 38. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Damn. It's, uh, yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's gotten to be where it is a two night situation, Saturday and mm. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, but then re- we will as, discuss as, that later. Sure, let's say I'm just chill. WrestleMania, okay. uh, as someone who re- WrestleMania means nothing to me, I'm just chill. Okay. <laughs> I'm not as I'm just chill. All right, everything's good. So, uh, all right. Anyway, since we last spoke last weekend, Brian, how have you been? Uh, doing well. I'm with you. WrestleMania doesn't mean a whole bunch to me, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, just uh, just a good, great evening with Ali on Friday. Nice sushi at local. Hide out. Oh, nice. Firestone I need to get Park, back there. Solid. Ohio. Yes. If mm-hmm. you're in the Northeast Ohio area, around the Akron area, it, it is a surprisingly good sushi place. Not good, but terrific sushi mm-hmm. place. 
within a divey sports barish situation. We talked about it before. However, delicious, delicious sushi, great service, all that. Go check it out, the hideout. Uh, and this evening, uh, I met with uh, the soon-to-be-married couple, my dear friends uh, Jim and Tina. I am officiating their wedding, as we talked about on prior episodes, coming up really, really fast, May the 6th. So we met this evening to kind of go through outlines of the ceremony and how we want things to work. So it's getting to be, shit's getting real. It's pretty serious. They're going to do this, eh? Like, it's yeah, happening. Yeah, man. Ordered a suit and get, get wow. the clothing and everything, just getting all stuff. Getting Old ready. Reverend so, Ryan tick, there. Tick, yes, tick, indeed. Tick, tick. Tick, yeah. tick, up the roller coaster. About to yes, be indeed. over that turning point. Yep. <laughs> My question is, how fucking high is your hill? <laughs> Ten years being engaged. That's just tick, 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 tick. <laughs> I ride the big well, boy roller coasters, Dean. You right, sure I do. Scared. I ride the big boy coasters. Do you realize that the 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 how afraid you're going to be once you get to the top and look down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the top thrill dragster, but very, very slow. It's Looking yeah. down into <laughs> yeah. eternity. Yeah, and then it's a, a fast, a fast death <laughs> at that point. Well, uh, actually, all this, all this preparation and doing this ceremony, Dean, is simply all mm-hmm. it is for me in my mind. It's simply preparation and practice mm-hmm. for young millennial Nick and Robin's wedding. So that that all that's all this is. That's I'm right. looking forward to this. That's, that is that's really right. all it means Live to me streamed. at this point. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Yes, that's right. right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, this is a convincing idiot special event. That's this yeah, is going to be make, amazing. We make it up to twenty-five viewers for that. Coming to you Very live excited. from Akron City Hall. For some reason, and the guy from Saturday Night Live announced it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> a marriage in the making. Years in the making. Well, um, what we're going to do later? Uh, we are going to. Uh, Give our what our opinions on what each other should have for entrance music, which I think would be good because I'm with the live stream of Nick's wedding. Um, we could all have entrance musics. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, maybe some pyro. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I don't I see like why not. This. I like that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, yeah. we're we're uh, firming up the details of the budget right now, so but I don't see why pyro wouldn't be part of it. No, sure. it should be most of it, actually. No. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've, yep. I've done wedding budgets before, and pyro is the biggest part mm-hmm. of the budget. And sure. it's needed. Yep. I mean, you don't skimp on pyro. Right. Yep, yeah, giant uh, sparkler uh, boxes at Phantom mm-hmm. Fireworks. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Get ready. That's right. Get I'm going to stick one out of my ass cheeks and uh, mm-hmm. I like go that. from there. Seems, yep, seems I'm to fire seem Roman it. candles out of the front of my pants into your faces. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Dean, how are you, sir? Boy, I could your, dream. How, that's right. How was your week? How was your weekend? Um, fine. Uh, uh, well, uh, I, I walked into a grocery store the other day, and the, you know how you have that monitor up there, and, and you could see yourself walk in, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it, <laughs> I'm assuming startling. it's uh, frozen. Hey, don't do that. Um. Is that what it said to you when you walked in? The- <laughs> no, I, I would. My whole operation was about to tip over here because of uh, somebody. Anyway, sorry. Um, and I walked in, and it had to have been frozen because I wasn't on there. And for a minute there, I thought I was a vampire, and I got really scared. So, hmm. other, other than that, n- nothing much. Intense week. Yeah, 
Yeah. You think you're a vampire, you find out you're not. It's just oof. Right. You get excited a little bit, you know? You're like, sure. Okay. Well, vampires become vampires from sucking blood, Dean. So go on. I like where this joke is going. (laughs) That's that's all I'm saying. I'm not sure that's what you know. That you know, I don't know. So, Nick, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm well. I was just seeing how Dad was going to handle that situation. <laughs> I know. Dad, don't give him what he wants. He's just waiting <laughs> for you to lead him into something like this. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, um, what's what's Since I last spoke to you. Oh, we got. That's right. So, I took Thursday off work. Got gizmo neutered, right? The dog. Um, oh, yeah. And the, you both uh, similar. The, that's right. That's right. The nutless wonder is doing well. He's doing well. He, so how are I you? Felt, Terrible. I'm okay. I'm okay. I shook it off pretty well. It's, uh, How's the dog? I mean to say. That's what I mean. To life's say. A, yeah. Life's yeah. a lot easier yeah. now. Your yeah. voices are a little bit higher. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Um, <laughs> I can think clearly now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was good. Felt like dropping them off for the last day of school on the like the dropping the kids off on the first day of school. Except it was you know easier for me, but worse for him. But uh, yeah, right. it was it was fine. Everything went well. He's been good. If if the um, same result happened for the kids, something has gone horribly wrong in that school system. That's right. That's right. Uh, no, that was uh, Thursday. Thursday was good. Uh, while we waited uh, for Gizmo to have his procedure, uh, we met up with a couple of uh, friends, our, our friends Johnny and Darcy, and went and saw the Batman finally, which mm-hmm. I will not go into much detail with because I think we'll talk about that on a future yes. episode. But yes, yes, lovely That's why time. I didn't good say hanging out with because them. I did the same. Yeah, good, good, good stuff. Um, do 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 Friday. Uh, got to hang out with my other buddy John. Not the same one, but a different one. Went over to Magic City Brewing Company and had some had some giggles. Good time. Saturday was the Tri Arts Festival. Uh, in in our town of Barberton, where all the mm. kids come together and do their different. You know, there's band performances, choir stuff like that. Lane uh, did a choir performance and stuff like that. So that was nice little Saturday morning. Uh, nice date night with Saturday uh, with Robin on Saturday, and then um, Sunday. There was a birthday party, and that was about it. Now I'm here with you guys. Just whirlwind. It was a busy weekend. You guys have a lot of stuff going on in your lives. Mm-hmm. I just have vampire stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's weird. Faux vampire stuff. Yeah, I know. Don't. Yeah, what, you don't have to real. rub it in. You don't have to rub it in. <laughs> now you're just being mean. Yes. So, anybody hear anything cool happen in pop culture? <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Well, so, well, stuff definitely happened in pop culture. Do you, you want to talk about anything you saw real fast before we get into the well, um, real, it, some of the big headline type? Deal? Oh, you, you want to do reviews? Yeah, we go to reviews, then we'll get into the oh, stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, well, I, I will go first. This will be real quick. Uh, I I watched uh, with the kids. We watched. They wanted me to watch this shit movie. It was called <laughs> Yes Day on Netflix. It is a child's mm-hmm. movie. It is about um, Jennifer Garner is the mother, and she starts with her being like all wild as a youth, and and her and her husband did wild and crazy things, and always said yes to life. And once they had kids, they realized oh, uh, you have to say no to everything. And I saw the trailer for this now that I the mean mom and stuff, and then they find out that uh, there's a thing called Yes Day, which. Uh, you you get one, the kids get one day where the parents have to say yes to everything, um, and so they begrudgingly do this, and they have to say yes to the kids make a list of things that they want to do, and they have to say yes, 
mm-hmm. makeovers. They go to the park. <laughs> And, and it's I, worth yes, right? After this trailer, I remember my children have inquired about a yes day. Yes. I'm like, we would instantly be bankrupt. And like, if we wanted to, if it was just a day, well, you guys, whatever you want to do. To yes be, day. Okay. So is there, yeah. is there a budget to yes day? Yeah. I, well, you could set like whatever kind of rules you are, like a budget or you, you can't, somebody can't, you can't kill somebody. Uh, oh. you know, stuff like that. Right. Okay. But one well, way more, that I more found like a out, no day, the more you say it. Well, yeah. I mean, well, one way, one day, or one reason, or way, I figured out a way around it. Is I said, fine, we both get yes days. Where there's a day where you guys have to say yes to everything we do, and they're like, nah, yeah, we're all right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, Good trade-off. Right. We so. want to kill a transient. <laughs> 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 First of all, too late. <laughs> you beat me to it. My yes day is tomorrow. Damn it. <laughs> it. All right. So yeah, that go. that's my review. It was a I mean, for what it was, I guess it was okay, but the concept's silly. It would never work. I mean, you could never say I mean literally you have to you'd have to say yes to everything. And that's just not realistic and so now that was it. That was it for me. Besides right. the Batman, which we'll get to next week. Yeah, in sure. a big spoiler review. So we're giving everybody a chance now. Next week, the review will be with spoilers. So get to the fucking theater and watch it. That's right. Hear that, Germany? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Nick, did you see anything interesting? Uh, I did. It was pretty upsetting, but uh, uh, and and dark and all that stuff. But it was. Uh, you watch your dog's balls get cut off. <laughs> I did. I just watched them. They gave them to me in a jar, and I just stared at them on the windowsill, <laughs> all shriveling up and dying. Yes. Uh, no, I watched um, on HBO Max. There is a two-part documentary uh, by Evan Rachel Wood called Phoenix Rising uh, that very graphically details uh, her relationship with one Marilyn Manson, Ooh. Ryan Warner. Um, it sucks. Yikes. I just, like, I am, I've been a big fan of Marilyn Manson for uh, a long time. Like, I've really enjoyed uh, his his music and his art and things like that that he's done, and it just sucks to know that someone that has meant so much to your life or formative years is just such a piece of shit. I know what you're going to say. It's Marilyn Manson. Like, are you surprised? Yes, I am, though. Like, it's art. It's supposed to be a character or a performance, but... That's like um, finding out uh, uh, Kid Rock is white trash. Well, yes, that's true. And there was uh, Evan Rachel Wood's uh, brother at one point had the best line of it where he said he's a wolf in wolf's clothing. Like nobody mm-hmm. expects it because they think like all the things that I just said, it's performance right. art. It's, you know, he's, you know, he's because everything you see in, of him and in, in interviews and stuff like that, he's so well-spoken and articulate and thoughtful and, you know, all these things. And, um, just to see, you know, I don't know if you guys had known this prior, but like Evan Rachel Wood over the last couple of years, she'd made a statement a while ago about extending, the uh, uh, statute of limitations uh, for for women coming forward, and at that time she had mentioned in great detail about a about a relationship she was in. Did not name her abuser at that time, uh, but like last year came out and officially named him. Um, so, but it was just just 
it sucks, but it's something that you need to, I mean, if you're at all interested in the storyline or just hearing someone's story uh, as graphic and heart-wrenching as it is, it's definitely worth a watch, and it was very interesting to see. It's and sad. Just, just sucks. Yeah, it just sucks. But, um, you know, she's she's making the best of the situation and making, you know, putting things in motion and taking action with it, and so good for her. And uh, But, yeah, it's it's a two-part. Each episode's, like, I think about an hour and a half, so it's it's definitely a tough watch. A lot of great, you know, great detail and, hmm. uh, you know, uh, details of stories and things that have happened over the years. Um, definitely a tough watch, but, uh, but that's that's mainly what I watched. So, what about you, Brian? Okay. Yes, yeah, too bad. Merlin Manson from this area as well, Canton, Ohio area. A lot uh, of fucked up things come in this area. Yeah, that's right. I saw a couple. <clears throat> couple movies on sunday i just sat down and enjoyed a couple movies uh i finally caught up with uh d you must you saw it already halloween kills which is uh, streaming streaming live uh streaming live streaming free i mean to say not live god it was not live holy crap that'd be frightening yeah on hbo max you check it out there it? it was i i i kind of uh aligned with your view like eh it was okay. It was the second of this trilogy, obviously setting it up to the final confrontation between Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. But it was a lot now, of fun. Anthony Michael I, Hall is right, decent. Go ahead. Am I right with they could have done without the majority of the fucking hospital scene? Oh, okay. it, went, it went on way too long and it seemed like it had no purpose. Yeah, it was pointless. Yeah, chasing the mental patient guy for too long. Right. It's just, it's like, it, they were just, it's like filler. We're trying to fill this a- up. Absolutely what that was. This, in, this entire movie is unnecessary in this storyline, period. So, yes. but that's okay. It's like they're, you know, it's money, it's whatever. But again, they're definitely setting up the final confrontation. So I, I am definitely interested. There was unequivocally this, this Halloween. I will go mm-hmm. see the the final yes. confrontation because I'm sure that, and I. that'd be great. I'm, I'm sure it'll be at a final. Uh, they may have to reboot something or whatever it is, but I I, I am pretty certain somebody between Lori and and Michael Myers or both is going to are going to die in this final trilogy. But anyways, it was if you like slasher right. movies, if you like the Halloween storyline, you will not be disappointed if your expectations are there. It's okay. It's fine. Then I also, and, and I could, the other side of the spectrum, I watched uh, one of the nominations for Best Picture, which did not win in the Oscars, uh, Belfast. So it's a, a story about uh, Belfast in, uh, in Ireland. So it's uh, the whole conflict of the Catholics and the Protestants from years ago. But it centers around a family. It's beautifully shot. It's a well written movie. Uh, it is in black and white, which made it interesting as well, because they have a few things shot in color. But it's simply a family trying to make it in a very uh, at a town that's going through a lot of turmoil and just trying to make it work. It's just a normal family trying to make something work. And it's it's very sweet moments between the young boy and his grandparents and his family. And he he likes a girl. In the middle of it, sometimes all this chaos happens. So it's, it's a kid trying to go to school. It's a kid trying to, and then next thing you know, there's, you know, 
fighting on the street and people looting something and then they then they come back to normal and it's just they're trying to just make it work and they're, they're just torn if can we live here or not or raise a family this is our hometown or do we go elsewhere that's what it centers around not a lot of political stuff there's you get touches on that type of stuff but it's just <laughs> you put you right in the middle of a, of a family trying the to live through exactly trying to live through that crazy turmoil in that city at that time so uh, <laughs> definitely it's uh, recommended you can find it out there on Amazon Prime for like six bucks to rent um, like I said did not win an Academy Award but I, I found it a very uh, entertaining and kind of thought provoking so Belfast definitely recommended alright so we'll take a break here guys <laughs> we'll end this topic and we're going to come back and talk about wrestling our wrestling uh, Mount Rushmore wrestler Mount Rushmore. What happens and, uh, when Will Smith and Chris Rock enter the squared circle, brother? That's right. That's right. We're also going to talk about we selected if we were all professional wrestlers, what each other's potential entrance music might be. That's right. Fantastic. I think so, I did a good job. I, I I think I think I nailed it for this one, guys. So uh, make sure you come back and hear what Brian and uh, Nick's theme music will be when they uh enter the squared circle well i've been doing this podcast for a year and a half with you i've been waiting for you to nail something so looking forward to it <laughs> slap that ass be right back nick and i coming back in one baby he coming back no he coming back in five we're going the other way. We're going to go five, and we're going to go in four. And coming back, Nikolai, in three. Nikolai, let's go. He go coming back in two. He go in one. Let's do it, baby. And now, entering the squared circle. For the thousands in attendance via podcast, and the millions and millions. Of people listening across the world, we present to you the main event, round two of Convincing Idiots, Gen X Brian, the Zenial Dean, and the Millennial Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back <laughs> for part number two of Convincing Idiots this week. Uh, we are done with our uh, duties to pop culture that we have to report. <laughs> because dude. everybody's waiting to hear what we have to say about pop That's culture. Right. So we're done with that. That's right. Now we are here for the main event to talk about uh, some wrestling things. As we have been notified by Dean, WrestleMania 38, did you say? 38. Coming is out on the horizon this Saturday weekend. and Sunday. It is a two-night wow. event, and mm-hmm. uh, we thought that in celebration of that, uh, why not have <laughs> a little Mount Rushmore, as we like to do around here, of our favorite wrestlers of all time, maybe not even favorite wrestlers, impactful wrestlers, however you want to do this. Our sure. personal However you, Mount Rushmore. I mean, as of your own Mount Rushmore. Right. Correct. Yes. So, of wrestling, of wrestlers... Uh, and then maybe we'll uh, dilly-dally around and see what kind of theme musics we'd have, entrance musics and things like mm-hmm. that, and whom we think each other's themes musics would be. 
and stuff. So right. anyway, yes. So we are mm-hmm. now to this segment. We are gonna you guys will start off with our Mount Rushmores of professional wrestlers. That's right. That's so right. Let's take a little let's take a little stroll through time. Let's start back. When wrestling first began, I believe in the Roman times, Brian, who did you grow up watching uh, in hand-to-hand <laughs> combat? Yeah, I was just looking back here. So <laughs> WrestleMania number one. Okay. I, I of course they were in, done in Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 right. So it's very easy to to distinguish back then. Mm-hmm. Number one, absolutely. Had to come up with the rest of the numbers as you went along. Yeah. So <laughs> I kind of remember. I. Wrestling was was definitely starting to become more popular. This was in '85, so I was in high school at the time. So I was a, God, a sophomore in high school at the time. I'm looking back at the highlights here. It's like you're looking at Mr. T, yep. who was I'm, right in the midst of Rocky Three stardom, I'm sure, and popularity. Hulk Hogan and it looks like Roddy Roddy Piper uh, wrestling. It was it was Hulk ring. Hogan. And, it was Hulk Hogan and Mr. T uh, against uh, Roddy Piper and Paul, uh, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Wow! So that was quite quite the spectacle back then. There. March thirty first, nineteen eighty five. Man, that is crazy shit. So, uh, so I I. I was always a fringe wrestling fan. It was getting more popular. I would watch it on occasion on cable at the time. Definitely knew some of these big names were, and I would watch it every so often, but after the eighties for me personally, it just fell off. I, I just, again, not against it. It was just something I didn't really get into. So the, all he the feels years the same about music. And hairstyles. That's, that's, that's <laughs> right. Just didn't. Yeah. Just didn't get into it. Didn't change. Hit, fuck that. Done. Yeah. Muse. Yeah, right. So after that, everything's fucking garbage. Right. <laughs> Nirvana and forward. Garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Fuck you, Dwayne no, Johnson. But, fuck you, Kurt right. Cobain. That's right. <laughs> you want to know real rock? The real rock is the hair bands of the '80s, my friend. That's right. <laughs> I want to rock. Yeah. It was a good TV show. Who's the boss? Okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Everything else is fucking garbage. Okay. No, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, I didn't, I didn't get into it. Like the whole stone cold Steve Austin era. All I was, I was gone by then. I was out of it. Okay. So some of you guys, I know we're just getting into it and became much more popular at that time. So my personal uh, uh it, no shock is going to be in the 80s my personal favorite sure. wrestlers of all time which i still think will make a run at a convincing idiots universal uh mount rushmore of wrestlers okay, okay. so no lincoln wrestled that's right <laughs> a bear one time so i've got okay so bear is uh, on the mount rushmore the bear <laughs> <laughs> bear Lincoln, right? That's Sorry, right. BJ didn't get in, but the bear made it. <laughs> there was a there was a there was a punching kangaroo. Okay, yeah, right. I thought That's it was right. more of a boxer, more of a dude. boxer, more of a boxer, <laughs> and not necessarily a wrestler. Till he used his feet. Yeah. Hashtag okay. Dick's feet. Hashtag feet. <laughs> All right, so here's, here's I do I every night. Now again, this is eight. This is solid. These are solid. These are these All are right. lit, these are literal wrestling Hall of Fame guys. 
Okay. okay. That I when I would watch wrestling, you know, there games, actually found, is a WWE Hall of Fame. I know. Show. I know. All right. I know that. I think they're all in it. <laughs> because mistaken. you did re- your research for the weekend for the. I'm evening. just. I'm just, I, I'm pretty sure they're all in it. Okay. 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 I I've got in no particular order. Uh, Andre the Giant. Just this the spectacle of Andre the Giant, huge man, the whole build up between him and Hulk Hogan. Uh sure. he was quite the spectacle in the eighties. Uh I mean the, the dude was in also the Princess Bride. Come on. And he was he was <laughs> he was fine. He was, did a fine job in that movie. Absolutely. Uh you've got what the peanut Dean, you're wearing his shirt right now. Rowdy, Roddy, Piper. Hot Rod. The man made a took it upon himself to make a character. And it, it, this is something that you watch some of these biographies recently on A&E. Roddy, Roddy, Piper is one of the more interesting stories to where he, cre- he, he knew it. He created a character that he knew was so going to be hated to become popular and it severely impacted even his personal life, where people just, they can't, the people are fucking stupid, and they can't realize that it's a character on television. They can't separate the two, but it caused him a lot of problems in his personal life. But Well, that was Ro- their fault. That's that's true, too, but Roddy Roddy Piper I mean, was... Kayfabe def- was a thing. He was a definite showman out there. He took the villain role, I think, to another level, and he was terrific in... The the B movie they live while you're at it so go check that out if you haven't seen that before the 80s. Uh, I've also got uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. At this guy was terrifically over the top. Uh, we all yeah. yeah we all know who he is the the voice the just awesome. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Also, ho- hold on. I mean, if you, your theme is uh, wrestlers have been in movies. It seems like he was Bonesaw <laughs> in uh, Spider Man. Yeah, that's, that's right. Correct. That's correct. Yes, the first, the very first Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. Correct. He was great in that movie. Uh, again, it's the ultimate one of the more ultimate showmen. Also, a wrestling. popular rapper. <laughs> Had a rap album. That well, is Macho Man did. That is very true. That is correct. Later okay. in life, also, mm-hmm. it wasn't even yep. a youth thing. It was nope. Wow. He was well into his fifties. That was wow. like post WCW wrestling. <laughs> like, yeah, was, like, okay, yeah. That was okay. like a couple of years before he died. Type mm-hmm. deal. I'm sure it's a fine album for for yeah. your listening pleasure. It's just another rapper gone too soon. It, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Taken out. Uh, Hulk Hogan. I mean, with well, the more it, it, Hulk Hogan, of course. Helped define the WWE uh, F, I guess, back in the day. Definitely took it to a whole other level with his showmanship and popularity. He was a real American. That's right. The theme music of every man. The theme music, the look. Had a sex tape with Bubba Love Sponge. Yep. His wife. Let's (laughs) let's, let's put that out in public that was him and Bubba Love Sponge fucking uh, slapping dicks to each other. I mean. Easy on that. Get a fucking suit, Nick. Come on. I haven't seen it. I don't know. <laughs> I would venture to guess even if the the average American, I, I I'm not. Of course, I don't know. I'm speculating, but the average the American, average American you, has a sex tape with Bubba the Love Sponge. I know what you're going to say. They, they they just might. <laughs> they just might. But also, if you saw a picture of Hulk Hogan, <laughs> a lot of people would recognize 
Yes. Who he was. Either you know yeah, his name absolutely. or you at least know that he's a wrestler or something like that. Even young people today, I'm sure, at least probably recognize who he is. And he was 100%. in uh it was in a Rocky movie. I mean, how great is Ro- that? He was in Rocky three. That's right. Thunderlips. He was in a lot of Rocky movies. Three. Yeah. Also, yep. he was a uh, suburban uh, commando. Suburban commando. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, no hold think, barred. One of sure. the best movies. That actually could be a real good uh, uh, jazz cabbage watch along. We all do. Sure. Yeah, sure. There you go. Absolutely. I think it was up for a Tiny Award Zeus Lester. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That'd be good. And my fifth person, Rick Flair. I don't know if anybody's a, a more uh, uh, notorious. Exactly. Is there anybody yeah. a, a better showman than Ric Flair? Who's no, prob- probably would well, probably yeah. definitely before Hulk Hogan set the tone of the showmanship of professional. It was a different kind of showmanship. It was. Yeah, he just took the whole. It probably took. <laughs> unfortunately, it took his his personal. It it it. it he became the character in real life. Yes, he worked yeah. the gimmick so long that he became the gimmick. Right, and almost yeah. ruined his life, but he's still with us. It looks like he's living a happy life today with his family. But yeah, yeah. So, so he's I riding got, an airplane with him. So I, I, uh, you could, I could argue it. That's it, very possible. But so I, I think it's five strong arguments. That is any that's any strong. wrestling. I'm, I'm impressed. Mount Rushmore, Ric sure. Flair. Andre mm-hmm. the Giant, Rowdy, Roddy Piper, Macho Man, and the Hulkster. Five strong wrestlers. Very entertaining in the 80s. So, what do you got, uh, that's, that's good. Dean? Who's going next? I will go. Okay. Um, you and I have uh, very similar lists. Hulk Hogan was an icon. Uh, yeah. Let's take away and not uh, include, you know, let's take away the idea of what he did in his personal life. Some of the things he said ha- that were not real nice, that were yeah, you have to. actually yeah. were real shitty. Um, but as, like you said, he was a pop culture icon, not just a wrestling icon. In the 80s, he was, uh, he was doing shit with, uh, you know, MTV and, and rock and wrestling and, and the whole deal. I mean, he was he is part of pop culture in the 1980s. I think he's the first, if I'm not mistaken, he's the, I think he's the first professional wrestler to make the cover of Sports Illustrated back correct. in the day. Correct. That yeah. is correct. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my next one is Ric Flair. Again, I mean, he is in his 70s and having rap songs written about him. I mean, that tells you all you need to know. I mean, he, sure. Hulk Hogan had the All-American um, persona and 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 live that uh rick and, and and when the cameras turned off hulk Hogan was just terry balea he was you know mm-hmm. he would go to the gym and and put sunglasses on rick flair when the cameras turned off was still rick flair probably more rick flair than when the cameras were <laughs> oh, on yes. yeah he was yeah. banging chicks in in, in different airports and and and, and <laughs> hotels i mean rick flair lived have you and guys was rick flair Watch the thirty for thirty or whatever the document, the ESPN documentary on Ric Flair. No, I I, I, I never got a chance. To. Man, is it good? Yeah, it boy. Is really, good. Good. you want to watch something his whole life? Yeah, you I saw that. that see something good. interesting? Watch the um, what is that? The uh, uh, beyond, not beyond the mat. The um, 
Rest, no. The Vice, uh, the Vice TV show. Um, oh, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, they have one on the plane ride from hell. It was from the last season. Oh, okay. And Ric Flair does not come off on a good light in this one. Sure. What he exposes to stewardess and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Know. Well, that's yeah. even, th- I mean, yeah. it's, he's definitely, I mean, like we said, you know, the, you know, he was probably more Ric Flair, the gimmick outside of the ring. Yeah. Um, just, you know, the, he's notorious for all the women that he says he slept with and all, you know, a lot of the things in that documentary that it talks about. I mean, you, you get that. Obviously, you, you realize the period of time it was. And sure. The type of guy he seemed like he was. You're like, yeah, not a kind of a right. shithead. But well, there's even I, there's people that knew him, knew him, and be like, they're out partying with him, and he's the guy that, all right, buying shots for everybody, and his goes in the plant behind him. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and people yeah. are thinking he's drinking it up, and, and he was, you know, he wanted to stay sober so he can fuck more girls. Right. You know, not get whiskey dick, I guess. Yeah. All right. So Rick Nick- Flair. Nick, I've, I've been in situations where Dean at Ignite Brewing has introduced himself as Zenial Dean. It's not. It was not. It's not been. <laughs> it's not. Well, no. It's not. It's not. You pleasant. put a few in me, you know. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Put pleasant. a few in me. I'll put a. Don't few you know in who you. I am? <laughs> and I'm wearing a robe. No, <laughs> sir. Put your thumb away. <laughs> put your thumb. That's no thumb. What are you gonna do? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, they say Rick Flair's like a baby's arm holding an apple. I mean, it's, yeah. There's a reason he kept showing it. <laughs> if you got something like that, you're probably gonna be proud. Just show it. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I had the next uh, the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Undertaker is going into the Hall of Fame this year. Um, is he still he, wrestling? The, he he just retired. Okay. He did over 30 years of this gimmick. You know what I mean? Wow, he did yeah. 30 years of, I mean, so just longevity yeah. in itself. And he sure. he stayed relevant all through the 30 some years. Yeah, he so was. I mean, on my uh, list. he was popular when. I mean, you know, my family used to go to see uh, wrestling yeah. at the old Coliseum all the time. He was a popular big star when I was a child. Yep. I mean, little kid. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. and to yeah. be. Doing that for so long, I mean, the longevity is just incredible. It really is. I mean, poor dude. I mean, his his body's gonna is already fucked. But I mean, it's oh yeah, know, he, he, he said he's been it, man, he's been built, rebuilt all you know. Oh, yeah. times over. Yeah, and hips and especially all that. those tall guys, man. Their knees and shit just it's, right. But and the next one, I I was going back and forth between the two that uh, Brian has, Andre the Giant and Macho Man Randy Savage. But I did settle that my next one is Macho Man Randy Savage. I was going to say it had to yeah. be. I'll be, I'll be astounded if Macho Man is not on your list. Right. I mean, he was, I mean, the charisma out the ass. I mean, the way he slim jims. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> motherfucker, man, motherfucker moved some units of beef sticks. I'll tell you that. Right. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> I guarantee oh, he did. In the wrestling speak, um, all of these guys that we have on our lists, could you know we're we're big guys and big personas he was a big persona but he also was a i mean he was a technician on the mat i mean he was a technical wrestler you know what i mean i don't know if you guys remember ever seen it but wrestlemania uh three him against uh ricky steamboat that rings bell yeah. now mm-hmm. okay. yeah 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 but i mean that alone you know solidifies it Okay, and then my last one, then we'll get to Nick, uh, is obviously Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. It was the biggest thing out of that era, out of that attitude era. 
I mean, how much the amount of money that he brought in the the, the merchandise and all that and sure, uh, yeah. So there's my list. I have Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Steve Austin, Undertaker, and Macho Man Randy Savage. Yep, strong, solid list. Solid. Nikolai, I left one off because I know <laughs> I wanted you to have it. Okay, okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to start here. I'm going to start from someone from a real the times of yesteryear. I don't know. Oh. I don't know if you... I'm imagining Brian probably remembers this guy because, I mean, I'm going way back. Lincoln? Um, but I, not, not, just shortly after Lincoln. Okay, um, okay. I'm the first I'm going to put on my list, uh, classic wrestler, uh, Ramblin' Pete Meadows. You remember him, Brian? Ramblin' Pete Meadows. Ramblin' Pete. Jesus Ramblin' Christ. Pete. Ramblin' no. Pete Meadows. Oh, he was a fan favorite. The you know Pioneer Ram- Times? I, I mean, shortly after. This is probably okay. late 70s. Ramblin' Pete Meadows. And the crowd really? would go wild. They would chant, RPM, RPM, oh, boy. RPM. Yeah, and he would ride down to the ring in an electric <laughs> bike. And it was oh incredible. He would ride down on this electric bike, and the crowd would go hmm. nuts. Everybody wanted one of these electric bikes. And I remember for years, it was a secret around professional wrestling circles. Where wow. can you get one of these electric bikes that Ramblin' Pete Meadows, Mr. RPM himself, rides? Tell us. Lo and behold, it's lo- the, the shop is actually located right here in our neck of the woods, not too far from here, in Carrollton, wow. Ohio. They're God actually damn. called RPM bike shops. In fact, that's why Pete Meadows chose Ramblin' before his name, because it fit RPM. He was such mm. a fan of RPM bike shops and their electric bikes. Uh, that wow. Not only did he choose that as his nickname and the mantra, but he also rode their product uh, down to the ring. So to get your own electric bike, just like Ramblin' Pete Meadows from RPM bike shops, you can simply search RPM bike shops on Facebook. To this day, they are open. They are ready to hook you up with an electric bike so you, just like Ramblin' Pete, can make your way to the ring. You can also give them a call at 330-808-7792 today. So please do so. Um, so yeah, again. Well, done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I fucking went to Google Ramblin' Pete Meadows before you you, uh, you hit that. So yeah, that was Did fucking good. Nice. I'm awesome. like, what the fuck is Ramblin' Pete Meadows? <laughs> that was convincing. Well, I thought when he yeah. first said it, I thought, oh, he's going to go with like, you know, because he's not digging wrestling. He's going to go with just a bunch of obscure guys, and that's going to yeah. be his bit. I'm like, all right. So I was going to start Googling all the guys he was going to say. Yes. Yes. Yep. Very, okay. very good. So, like, who was that parrot guy? That's uh, I'm going, Coco I'm going Beware. beware. Ah. Coco Beware, baby. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So that's right. I was, Good I have his, action, I have his action figure in right the next room over there. So mm. I was, uh, a little back, I was a massive wrestling fan. As a kid, my whole family watched it uh, through, you know, late 80s, early 90s, early 2000s, all that stuff. Somewhere around high school, I just, I don't know, I, I just didn't watch it as much. A lot of the characters didn't have the same gimmicks. It didn't have the same appeal to me as I got older. Not knocking anybody who's, who likes it. I just, it, for me, I just kind of phased out of it at some point or whatever. I just kind of lost interest. But, I mean, wrestling was up there in my childhood as far as, you know, things that I grew up with, whether it be sports or pop culture. Wrestling was a constant throughout the years. So, my list, uh, I've got a few, but I've, I'm picking different people for different reasons, and I'll explain that. But I don't have a lot of the classics. I'll start here, and this is probably I'm maybe the one that, that Dean wanted me to have. Um, my favorite wrestler of all time, I will start with, is of course the best there is, 
the best there was, the best there ever will be, the excellence of execution, Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, he was mm-hmm. from a notoriously uh, famous wrestling family, uh, big in, in their neck of the woods in Calgary, Alberta, but throughout Canada, they own Stampede Wrestling, which was later bought by Vince McMahon, and a lot of those guys were in the and WWF at that time. In, as in, hold on real quick, and as in promos, had one of the greatest lines in wrestling history. He was a bad guy at the time, and he said, I'll tell you what, um, because it was a USA against Canada feud thing, and he said, I'll tell you, if God was to stick an enema in the United States, (laughs) he would stick it right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) That's fairly accurate. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. always enjoyed the line. Uh, they always say, "America, love it or leave it." Well, the only thing I love about it is leaving it. I'm like, right, it's great, it's great go. line. It's a great line. But I enjoyed that. <laughs> he was, yeah, walking around with the Canadian flag all the time. The Hart Foundation. And mm-hmm. That's when they were feuding with DX. So, but Bret Hart, uh, aside from, I don't know, he was just cool to me as a kid. Uh, just the pink and black and the tassels yep. and the shades on it, and the big leather jackets, and he's just fucking cool. And he was wrestling wise, he could make anybody look. Oh good. yeah. And the, yeah, wrestling wise, I mean, technically, like I said, his family. I mean, it was he was from the time he was a little little kid. Uh, it was just ingrained in his family, and that was their thing. Um, but he was so skilled in the ring, such a great technical wrestler. Um, in my opinion, he is not only my favorite, but my in my personal opinion, I feel like he's, if not one of, he's the best wrestler I've ever seen. Um, so growing up in that time, he was a big one. So Bret Hart is definitely on my list. Uh, this next guy is, uh, even if you didn't, um, watch wrestling in these times, Brian, I'm sure you're very, very aware of this gentleman in pop culture. Uh, I will have to go with Chris Jericho, uh, Chris Jericho for my money is perhaps the best or definitely one of the best combinations of in-ring skill and mic ability as far as cutting promos and he's still going today. Yes, I mean he has a podcast. He's in the band Fozzie still. He fronts that. No, band. I mean I he mean, still wrestles in. Oh yeah, AEW. he's still AEW, right? And he's one of the. Yeah. Uh, uh, is he a co-owner, co-founder, something no, like I that? I mean, he he helped found found it. it he didn't okay. own it, but yeah, he helped start it. Okay, but yeah, Chris Jericho. Um, I always enjoyed. He started out in, or I mean, when when I was aware of him, he was in WCW first, then moved to the WWF at the time. Um, but yeah, just always, always good for, he was just naturally charismatic, funny, always funny. He had this bit where he, you know, would he was always the, the, the joke, the butt of the joke somehow, you know, he was, he was, despite him being so charismatic and things like that, he was always, the joke was always turned on or, or around on him. And, right, I'm going to um, interrupt again real quick. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. He had one of the fucking greatest bits mm-hmm. in WCW. He came, there was a, his opponent was, his name was Dean Malenko. And yes. he was his moniker was man of a thousand holds. So Jericho yes. comes out and says he's the man of a thousand and one holds, and he's going to read them off. And he has this, <laughs> like a what, remember the old teletype thing where it's yeah. like it kind of folds on itself, and he yeah. has this whole thing, and he starts reading it. He goes number one arm bar, number two <laughs> uh, uh, pile driver, number three, and he starts reading them off, and every fifth one would go back to. Number five, armbar. Number six, and then he'd start making up like weird names. They cut to commercial. He comes back and he's on like eighty-seven, and again, still going <laughs> armbar. Yeah. Number eighty-five. <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous and funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best yeah. bits. Uh, one of the best promos. Yeah. 
He was a good one. He was, like I said, he was equally as entertaining, like while not wrestling as he was wrestling. And that's not to, you know, but in any way shortchange him on his wrestling abilities because he was right. very he was fantastic, dynamic. I mean, very acrobatic and stuff like that. Things he could do. Um, so definitely got a love, a lot of love for Chris Jericho. Uh, my next pick will be similar to the vein of uh, the Undertaker pick for Dean. Um, I got to throw Sting in there. The Stinger, mm. once oh, sure. again, as far as longevity sure. goes, and, you know, quite honestly, he was so loyal to WCW for all those years. Um, you know, a lot of people in the earlier days, you know, he had the crew cut, the real bleach blonde hair, and then he redid the gimmick and looked almost like the crow uh, from that movie, and he would come down from the Raptors, <laughs> the Raptors with the baseball bat. It was actually the... done right from the crow. Was it? Yeah, was it? Scott based Hall, on that? It was his idea. Oh, okay. Scott Hall, who just recently passed, I uh, said, "Hey, man, have you ever seen that uh, that movie, The Crow?" And then he went to explain it, so that's where okay got it makes from, a lot Scott of sense because I mean, it was almost a direct ripoff of the. Right. I mean, if the look, right. I mean, was you know, but uh, once again, just the way he and I remember, I mean, I remember being a kid at that time, and I always thought Sting was cool as a little kid, original Sting. You know, he was mm-hmm. even though it, looking back, he's a little doofy and. He's, you know, whatever, sure. but, and then when he redid it and as you're growing up, you're like, oh man, now Sting's like edgy and awesome. Once again, great wrestler. I mean, you know, he's just, still doing it too, right? Is he also in AEW, right? Or yes. he was in with one of those non-WWF. He was in a- he's in AEW. He fucking jumped literally over the top rope onto a bunch of guys and he's like 62. Wow. wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah still that's paints very his face up. Yep. Whole deal. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely um, big fan of Sting through the years. Just longevity. Great, you know, great wrestler. Um, you know, you can just tell that's, that's, that's his thing. You know, there's he's few people that are, I think there's probably maybe n- no one quite so synonymous with WCW as Sting. Um, sure. So, but yeah. he never left. Uh, kind of like Undertaker right. is with uh, WWE. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my next one is from uh, also as a kid in the early 90s, mid 90s, you had your WWE, you had your WCW. They were butting heads. They were both very popular, but there was also the ECW. Not so popular, but that was your sure. extreme stuff. You know, hardcore matches were born from the ECW slamming guys through tables and off the of ladders and on to thumbtacks and all that shit and the blood and barbels barbed wire bats flame, yeah all that stuff uh my Nick favorite flaming he, he's a I, yeah, I'm in. this this is for me everybody says mm-hmm. that i am that adjective so every i all all <laughs> signs be point what they meant that this must be the type of wrestling for me because they say it's the flaming <laughs> wrestling and that's for me um no my favorite my favorite ecw character uh was sabu uh the guy really? was absolutely insane i had a few ecw guys i also really liked raven who later went to wcw but sabu was again i was always drawn to those acrobatic style of wrestlers uh that just quick you know bouncing off the ropes and all these high flying maneuvers and stuff like that it was all very very entertaining to me um so sabu was one of those ones the guy was just nuts it always blew me away every time i'd watch ecw late at night that just the shit that those guys would put their bodies through wouldn't recommend it to a single soul. It's a terrible mm-hmm. idea. No, but horrible. damn it. I mean, I got to take my hat off to the dedication that those guys, what they're willing to do. And on an ECW budget, I mean, they weren't making money like the wrestlers and the other, you know, WCW, WWE were at no. the time. I mean, those guys were, I mean, those, that was like grassroots level. I mean, they were playing in little gyms Sometimes and things they didn't like even that. Get fucking paid. Right. 
yeah. So, uh, but Sabu was one of the ones for me just because I thought he was, he was just so insane. There was something so edgy about him, and it's like he kind of. I don't know if it was just he played the gimmick up that much, or you know, a lot of wrestlers were. I don't know this about Sabu or not, but a lot of wrestlers at that time abusing many substances, doing that. But he seemed like sure. a generally scary, edgy guy to me. I was like, right. if you met that guy in person, he'd probably make me uneasy. But entertaining sure. as hell to watch. He was always my favorite in ECW. Um, and then finally, I would be remiss. I, I won't argue that he belongs on the Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmore's of wrestling. Uh, I know he was not the most technically sound wrestler but he is the very thing that got myself and my entire family into wrestling in the first place, and it was the Ultimate Doink. Warrior. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Close. No, it was the Ultimate Warrior for us. Um, you know, just, you know, you guys talked a lot about, and, you know, especially <clears throat> you, Brian, and your Mount Rushmore of, you know, the the drawing people in, the showmanship, the larger-than-life thing. The Ultimate Warrior, you know, was not the most technically sound wrestler. Uh, was not. I only got into wrestling through bodybuilding, and you know, and by you all don't accounts, want to look up what he uh, his personal. Uh, no, def- definitely not. I've yeah. I mean, that was uh-uh. that was covered in some uh, the A and E biography of yeah. the Warrior that I watched, and I was uh, that sucked. Um, so definitely don't condone some of his or any probably of his views. Yeah, um, right. Definitely had a lot of demons, a lot of personal issues. No excuse for any of that, but I will say for the guy in the ring, the character of the Ultimate Warrior, at that time, late 80s, early 90s, you know, he really, I know my dad was sucked in by, you know, his, almost that hair metal kind of vibe. He had this big right, yeah. out here, face paint, the tassels. And you didn't and even just, know that he was supposed God, to be a Native American until I, I told I did you. not. I never, mm. and then once you say that, it makes, it makes sense. sense. Um, cultural appropriation Warrior. aside, it does make sense that that's right. what you were going for. But, but knowing his views, he didn't care. No, and and this was also, like I said, it's late mid late eighties. No, I mean that wasn't a thing, and that's that was the time. Um, but yeah, uh, just that he was just so intense. The fact that he ran to the ring and just shook the ropes, and I mean it was just pure fucking chaos from the second that music hit. He did have a poetic ending too. Sure. Yeah, that almost uh, was, somewhat Ryan, of a redemption do you know story. Do you know his deal? I saw the I saw the the, the documentary. Okay. I can't, go ahead. I yeah, can't well, recall. Uh, good. He had falling out with uh, Vince McMahon yes, many different right. times, yeah. but finally right. had one that, and then many many years, and then finally uh, Vince reaches out to put him in the uh, Hall of Fame, like bygones. Right. He got bygones. He comes in that Sunday for WrestleMania, and the and Hall of died Fame. after that. He died that Monday, leaving Monday wow. Night Raw after giving this weird, incredible speech and put the the Ultimate Warrior like paper mask on it and gave this weird speech. It was is poetic. And then on the way home, he died of a heart attack at yeah, the airport. Jesus Christ! Yep. Yeah. So, so Nick, yeah, that's a, all right. That's a pretty good yeah. list. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior. See, yeah. and I'm going to say this. I know we we like to try to compile them, but I think wrestling, I'm especially as many years as wrestling is. And um, th- I think, I think our lists individually alone, I think will suffice. And I want to thank yeah. you too, because um, I know you two aren't into it. I- I've been into it since I was a child, like Nick, I never grew out of it. And it's actually one of the things me-, me and my brother don't have a lot in common, but it's one thing that him and I do share. We won't talk text or talk for months. But when WrestleMania comes up, we are texting yeah. back and forth <laughs> as we're yeah, watching yeah. it. 
That's um, or different pay-per-views, you know. So it, it holds a special place in my heart. I enjoy the story. I enjoy the business of it. Um, all of that. I've just always been a fan. And I thank you guys for uh, letting me uh, do this one. Um, and in that, I want to go first in letting you two know how I see you two coming down the aisle in your okay. own professional wrestling careers. Alrighty. All right. Ready. All right. So I have a few. I, I I'll do. I'll be brief so you guys can go. But the first one I went epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, um, are you aware of the ecstasy of gold? The good and the bad, the ugly uh, uh, song. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what I see you. I see you epic. I mean, slowly walking down like a badass that your head down. Maybe a cowboy hat. I don't know. Oh, Clint's with it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I like that. And there's a whole big thing to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nick, your epic one would be 2001 A Space Odyssey. Kind of okay. Dun, 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 Ric Flair okay. type thing. Yes. All right. You know, okay. your chest puffed up. You know, I can sure. see you. You know, gimmicking that. I, I I want to see you in a robe, anyways, regardless of what music. <laughs> we can, you we can arrange that. All right. That. I like I like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Brian, I next have for you "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees. Hey. Yeah. This, this is I like this that. is Brian's upbeat character. I'll come out with like a paint ca- with the with the, uh, the disco suit, the paint can. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just rocking that going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a medallion on a on a on a on a bed of chest hair. Resting. Oh, he's already got the chest hair. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's popping right. in his shirt. You can't see it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just pokes out it's, through, it's, the, it's through the fabric. Yeah. I gotta shave. Actually, I shave my chest hair. I shave it through the shirt. <laughs> it, it's a screen. It keeps it's, it nice and even too. Yeah, this yeah. saves time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, like I said, Brian, staying alive. Nick, I have "Good Life" by Kanye West. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Like nice that. upbeat. It's good you, upbeat. You know, yep. You're good. You're you're white meat baby face coming down to the mm-hmm. ring. White All happy and shit. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> white meat baby face. I like That's that. Right. Yes. Ladies right. and gentlemen, white Jeep baby face. <laughs> All right. So finally, the last two I have, um, which I think would be good for you guys. Brian, I have Night Prowler by ACDC. Ooh, I, I love that song. I, love I mean, that song. You, that, that, that's a good badass song for you to come down to. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're, you're going to rock that out. You're going to be. You know, you have that kind of creepy um, <laughs> aura about you. No, I'm right. <laughs> well, the uh, thing is, is, you're playing characters, and he's going to sure. base his character yeah. off me. So he's going to yeah. come down, you know, real creepily and, and whatnot. One of the greatest ACDC songs there is. It's cut. fantastic. I'm your night prowler, sleeping on, step outside your room. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yep. I love it. Thank you. That's great. And then, Nick, yours. I couldn't think of anything better than just go back to the original and you get Bret Hart's theme. Oh, that's great. Love it. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've walking through walked walking walked through aisles uh, and hallways <laughs> in my house and just played that song and done the strut. Just the you know yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Did this when you got to the end yeah. of the aisle. <laughs> yeah. 
Got the yeah. got the leather jacket loosely draped just uh, over the shoulders right. out, you know, just on the shoulders. Showing the yeah. just showing your uh, uh, your your neckline there. Yeah, that's right. I can yep. see it. Yeah, I can see it. All right. All right. I mean, good stuff. That's what I have for you two. So, okay. All right. Good deal. Who's next? I like it. I like it. I'll go. I've got gimmicks picked up for you guys as well. I like this. Brief. I don't have multiple songs. I just have one song for each, but they're paired nicely, I feel, uh, with Mm -hmm. your gimmicks. So for Dean, for people that have listened to the show sometimes, you might say Dean can sometimes be a bit of an antagonist. So I, I, Mm -hmm. Dean's wrestler character is certainly a heel. heel. You're going to be an antagonist here. I I like to think... Jumbotron, the or the uh, what, do, what do you call the big? It's just a big screen by like Titan where Tron. they walk out, but like you know underneath. Titantron opens up to some saloon doors. Okay, mm. saloon doors swing open. Dean walks out. The gambler, of course, by Kenny Rogers plays. Mm. The gambler is your. I like thing. this now, but what I want you to know is your character. Mm-hmm. Is much of akin to, I would say, Billy Bob Thornton's character in Tombstone. That's how I see your character. Like, you kind of run the shit. You haven't put those cigars out. It's like like playing playing cards with my my brother's brother's kids. kids. (laughs) Exactly. But that's your character. Your character often stirs shit up. You're a weasel. You get in there, you determine the outcomes of things. But when you're Mm -hmm. alone and you're caught in the middle of shit and it's one on one, it's like, oh shit. I'm you just going to sit there and bleed. When the Kurt Russell character comes in, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just going to stand there and bleed. Yes. Which would I, probably be Brian's character, I would assume. Yes. I actually, once okay. I once I initially, well, you're, I actually you're like, like that. Brian's character. Um, once I initially, I you know, immediately, obviously, that song, uh, Dean is a big Kenny, Ro- Kenny Rogers fan, and, and so the gambler is a big hit of his. And I, as I was going, and I was trying to think of different songs, but I'm like, I really like this character for you. I'm just picturing Billy Bob Thornton in Tombstone. I'm like, no, that's that's you. That's 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 that would be if a there's great a small for you. tweak I could do if we could find like a rock band to do it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And a rock out uh, the sure. gambler. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe a little uh, like a Black Keys version of the Gambler or something like that. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, some yeah. little blues, rocky, something that kind of meets in the middle. Yep. So for Brian's character, um, you guys, you guys, <laughs> you listened to the show before. This. You know that um, we have Careful. often plugged different aliases of Brian, right? You have the Podlander. There's the Stat Man. Are you saying um, he's like Mick Foley? <laughs> There's many different characters, but the one that many I faces of Brian. feel would suit him best and that I feel is a really good entrance and character for Brian, I don't know if I'd call it a fan favorite alias, but it's probably Dean and I's favorite alias is when we refer to the uh, merchandising opportunity that would be uh, Brian Fishernet Fishnet Stockings. That was fantastic. So, yeah, one's mind wanders and goes, "What? What could you do with a character like that?" And I think, well, obviously, fishnet stockings lend themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking big black leather boots, and the rest is uh, kind of a big black bodysuit, maybe a full face coverage with a zipper mouth kind of thing. Um, so your character, Brian, is a very uh BDSM heavy character <laughs> that you come to the ring. Uh, well, maybe motherfucking well, gimp. Maybe you carry, maybe, you, <laughs> maybe, 
He's a cross between Dr. Frank Fern and the Gimp. <laughs> maybe, maybe you carry, maybe you carry an, a nasty little Catwoman whip to the ring with you. Okay. And maybe when your entrance theme hits, that's just a bunch of strobe lights, and like you can't quite. And his name's going to be fucking Bold Dust. <laughs> dusty loads, dusty loads. So Brian's walking to the ring, right? And when Brian walks to the ring, it's in, you know, like I said, there's a strobe light. So you're seeing him move like almost in motion capture, right? Just little bits at a time. And when that, when, like, when like Brian the, walks, like, like the creaky leather, that's right. <laughs> when Brian walks to the ring, All right. he mm. is walking. Of course, I couldn't mm. think of a better theme than slave, the number four, the letter U by Britney Spears. Slave mm -hmm. for You sure. by Britney Spears. <laughs> wow. Is your entrance right. theme. And uh it's a bit of a like the Bob's oh. thing. It's a, it's kinda and maybe when you see this character, you you go, Hmm, I know this is a heel and I'm not supposed to like him. Oh, they're supposed mm. to be we're supposed to dislike him. So Yeah, he's so, a heel because he's all black and leather and he's ooh, it's edgy. Oh but oh. So but I shouldn't have an erection right now. You, so this is it. This is the whole thing. Okay. He he's your modern day Stone Cold because you're not supposed to like him. But you you love but you it. can't help be drawn in by it, mm -hmm, and you, mm -hmm. you know you shouldn't like him, and it's naughty to like him. But you mm -hmm. do anyway. You realize mm -hmm. how many fucking masks <laughs> we'll be able to sell to the crowd? No, so many. It, All these children insane. wearing uh, BD. It's <laughs> <Insane. laughs> Money. We're printing money. Yep. That's right. Okay, the mask is one thing I can pass that off, but do you have to put a ball gag in the children's mouths? Is that necessary? No, that's their mm -hmm. choice. That's we a... don't sell those. <laughs> they do that on their own because they fucking love him. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yep. Yes. So yep. that would be mine yep. for you, gentlemen. There you go. We're, we're having trouble moving goddamn t-shirts, so we'll move these fucking. Uh, Right, masks. my t-shirts won't sell. That's right. But those leather mm -hmm. masks, we can't keep them in stock. That's right. Can't. Mm -hmm. Can't. Can't. We'll announce it as soon as they're available, folks. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. soon as available. So, Brian, would you be will? Obviously, your I didn't know if I mentioned this or not because you'd be in a lot of black leather, but your legs would mm -hmm. clearly be exposed with nothing mm -hmm. but fishnet, just to make well, sure, just, just to clear up sure. any, of course, uh, just so everybody you know can picture in their mind. The visual of the outfit, and that's kind of I cheating because that's how he, he goes about life, anyways. Mm -hmm. Always has his <laughs> mid legs exposed. So that's right. Now this, you get you guys, everybody fucking relax over in Germany. Okay, <laughs> settle down. They're going insane. We're getting flooded. That's right. We, the make this, we could not make this happen with David Hasselhoff. We might make it happen with Gen X. Mm -hmm. Brian. That's yeah. right. That's yep. right. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was can't looking... stop thinking about it either, can you? <laughs> no. And now no. the main it's event. Kind of, it's kind of exciting. It is. So I, I, I was kind of thinking of you know our personas on the show a little bit here. So Dean, I have a few. I have a few uh, selections for you as okay. well and both I'm both game. you guys Let's do it okay all right uh so one thought i had was um uh, you talk too much george threw a good in the destroyers <laughs> sure. excellent song right rocking song a lot of fun mm -hmm. 
Okay. We we can sense a theme here happening. Oh okay. yeah, I, I, I think yeah. so. Also, one step but <laughs> one one step closer by Lincoln Park. Okay. And I'm about to break. Yeah. About to break. <laughs> Put, shut up. Puts me I'm, in the mental shut, state that you all know that I'm fucking in. Exactly right. <laughs> shut up. Yeah. I'm talking to you is one of the key lyrics right. in, in in the song. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's also very good that, for an interrupting Dean. Shut up. Mm -hmm. I'm talking. Shut up. Shut up. I'm interrupting you. Shut up. Shut right. up. Shut up. That's right. I'm about to interrupt <laughs> everything you say to me. Yeah. That's it. Sorry, go ahead. Exactly. See? Yeah. Now you're getting it. I found a song today, actually, from 2012, No Interruption, by an artist called Hoodie Allen. And kind of an interesting thing is one of the lyrics in the song is, I be on my Will Smith enemy estate. Oh. From 2012. Wow, and I thought, this is what uh, has a tie-in to the... And I, I think I think look maybe the that. best I think maybe the best song for Dean here is that the persona he's coming out, he's you know, mm -hmm. the sound of silence, but the disturbed version. I don't know if you ever heard this or not. Have you ever heard the disturbed oh, it's, version it's one of the, the best, sound of silence? Uh, have? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. The music tones in Dean's wheelhouse anyway, the sound of silence. Right. I think that's a good vibe for Dean. I can obviously. Walk down We're, pompous and creepy. Yeah, exactly. I got no yeah. idea what I can do here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like so I like it. I think I think of these particular selections for me personally. I think that's for me for Dean. That that's the best one. The sound of silence, the disturbed version. I like it. Okay, so for Nick, I got a couple. I got a couple selections here as well. So Nick is known for his like his smooth, childlike body. Okay, like seventeen-year-old <laughs> body. Right? Am I known for that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we talk about we talk about it frequently. Now, sometimes okay. you're there. Am I? I was going to say, am I? And, mo <laughs> and most of the time, we're not even recording. <laughs> we just talk amongst ourselves. Well, this is the nights typically, Nick, where you're invited out and you don't make right. it out. So Dean and I. Oh, just, so you're just talking about my we're, smooth body. Exactly. Well, we talk about what we miss about you. Okay, exactly. I got you. I right? got you. Right. So yeah. along that sort of just on that same, it, I thought smooth criminal. <laughs> But the oh, alien, okay. but the oh. alien ant farm version. Okay, yes, it's a rock, it's a he war, comes when he it. walks down the aisle. On it hands in his pockets, strolling kind of feet first. The moon walking out. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, we go. So I like, like this. It. Oiled up. Maybe I I do the lean, but it's on the ropes because I can't do it without mm -hmm. the ropes. Sure. Yep. I like that a lot. Nice. Uh, also, the, the 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 whole Will Smith vibe right now is a bit more edgy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, so anything Will Smith could be edgy. Is, it, is he okay? Could he go off quickly? Could he smack you across the face? You don't really quite know, right? <laughs> so anything Will Smith is could potentially be edgy. Yeah. I think I think a millennial stuff. Something mm -hmm. Nick grew up with. Could he relate to? Perhaps I thought. So getting jiggy with it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So sure. it just has a whole different potential I've vibe. Him get jiggy with they're... a lot of things. Yeah. Right. So. You, yeah, so it's still it's, it's still weird that you watched that when it was with your sister, but that's we'll leave that there. Yeah, it's a, it's a sort Work of your goddamn VHS tapes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly, it's it's a semi dangerous vibe right now with Will Smith. Yeah, you know it I'm is. You, yeah. don't, you don't know what, what's quite. See, I seem friendly and like I'm non-threatening, but you just don't know when I'm gonna haul off and fucking slap you. Exactly. You right. Kind of like, like herpes. It. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this, this is a potential winner for Nick. I have one more after this one here, but. Mm -hmm. 
by the the great artist Hillary Duff. Who played got a winner? Play with fire. So yep. Ooh. Love me, love me, feed the flame. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I could picture That's a deep Nick cut. Did it. you search that? Did you search? I did. Did you listen to different Hillary Duff songs to find that? I one? did. That's a deep cut. I did. Today. He's nice. now a fan. I'm. I, in, I am impressed. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit of research today. Yeah. yeah just a little, little more edgy vibe for her. Play with. I don't fire. want to take Obviously your gimmick, but I feel means. like I want to walk to the ring and fishnets for that. But we can work that out later. It's fine. I don't have a picture of your persona necessarily, but it's a picture your essence of you know just Nick coming out to that song. Yes. I, I like, like it. it. You could you could half skip down and still do the Bret Hart thing. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. that's true. Skip skip sideways and the other side. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And I'm a little insulted that you were quite impressed by or I know Brian's not done, but I thought I the uh the Kanye West song you'd have been impressed that I uh, I was as well. I was. All I right. was very impressed. Yes. Absolutely. I had to well, do research I, on that. I, one. I I assume that people I guess and it's not that I'm not impressed by that, especially, but like I, you know, that one's been on the radio and stuff, but I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. I've never heard There's that song before. Not ever. many Hillary Duff songs that probably That's... people would know that didn't grow up watching like Lizzie McGuire, probably. So, gotcha. All especially right. Brian. Right. <laughs> so, right. I was thinking more of displacement <laughs> from the element. It's really creepy that Brian just knew it. He didn't even <laughs> no, have to research it. Yeah. Yeah. He That's just actually on it. my favorite Hillary Duff album, as a matter of there, fact. Yes. There you go. It's actually what Brian lifts weights to. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Duff. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Jim's like, what are, you, what, are you what are you listening to? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Listen to 16 year old hey. Hillary Duff sing songs. Get the fuck out of here. That's right. Getting I, my found one, on. I found one today, Nick. Like, yes. it, you never would have heard of this song, I'm sure. It's by an artist called Mr. Chips. I want you to look this up. Mr. Chips. Mr. Chips. Okay. Okay. The song title, I listened to this one bit today, Feet Pick. Feet what? Pick by Mr. Chips? Feet Pick. Feet? By Mr. Chip. Feet pick. pick. It's about a guy singing about his, his selling his uh, people wanting pictures of his feet. Interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. It's a rap song. A lot of fun. You can't. Interesting. That's right. If you want to, Mr. something along the lines. I can Mr. give you a, a real quick uh, 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 lyric from it. I would love that. Yeah, she want to see. <clears throat> she want to see my feet pick, right? My feet pick, but she cannot see my D pick, mm -mm. the D pick. Mm -mm. But she gotta pay the premium. Yeah, she gotta pay the premium. That's I like right. that. That that's a that's man that knows a his worth. Glimpse. That's a man that knows his worth. And he mm -hmm. knows what his selling points are, and he chooses. Right. I like that. That's right. That's right. Hashtag. I think that's Nick's the winner. Feet, in case you missed, boys. I, I think Mister Mister Chips has inspired me, mm -hmm. uh, and I think all of us that we can no longer do this podcast for free. We have to start charging. Sure, that's right. She that's right. she if wants you, that CI pod, but she's gonna have to pay the premium to listen yeah. to this podcast. Gonna have if, to pay the listen, premium. That's right. If you <laughs> listeners want to see the D picks. <laughs> to pay the premium or the feet picks that's right that's and our you mom. know they're good that's, because that's dean right. and brian won't ever stop talking about them so no no absolutely. brian's d pick is so big you see the feet in them that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right 
Hey, don't don't ask for I got a position. Two either. for one combo. It's, it's a That's like a goddamn strange... all you can eat buffet right there. Fuck you, Brian. You were standing. Yeah. That's right. It takes me <laughs> 10 minutes to stand back up. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So we've all we've all offered each other suggestions. Why don't we why don't we why don't we to wrap this thing up? Uh-huh. Who what song would you of of the potential offers? Your, your, you know, to the, your, that we have, uh, oh, okay, extensively well, done research I, on to select. What would you pick for yourself of the potential of the offers to you? What did you? The, the, well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about like, like, would you? What would you pick up that I? That's what I'm right. Mean, right. So between, but did you guys ever, everybody, did you guys right. pick one for yourselves during this? Did you guys ever I, think I, of like? I did, I did because I didn't know we were doing gimmicks. I did too. So mine I briefly was, was I wanted to uh, come to the ring. Uh, in an ultimate mm. warrior fashion and run in a, in a, in a okay, fast manner. Sure. Uh, to I an have upbeat one. I'll get song. Go ahead. Please. Go so ahead. mine was going to be uh, to size uh, Gangnam Style, popular in like 2011 <laughs> or whatever it was. But, but, but my gimmick, because I sure. ran to the ring in right. such a fast and quick motion, would be like mm-hmm. a glide. And I, of course, would be dressed as a geisha. So I would be the gliding geisha. And I would come Ooh. to the ring. Just size Gangnam style. Ooh, whoop, whoop, I like that. Whoop, 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 and it would be like ding, 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 whoop, um, Gangnam style. And then, <laughs> then when it hits, I'd boom, bam. You slide down. Whoop, whoop. There you go. Yep, that's good. Yeah, I love it. High, See, I, I, high impact, intense. I thought we were being serious about this. Okay, then I. I mean, I guess I'll. I'll go with mine. Um, that's fine. You can mine, be serious. No, I'm a face. My gliding gauge would you be are. a face, just for um, preference. And in my eyes, as I guess you guys see me as a heel, every good heel thinks they're a face. Right? Ah, that's right. Every villain so, is a hero in their own story. Right. So I, you know, I like I said, I took this serious. So my uh, theme music is uh, Nine to Five by Dolly Parton. Mm, okay. okay. Um, I come down um, as an overworked uh, 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 receptionist in mm-hmm. a Dolly Parton wig. Okay. In a, in a nice pencil skirt. And once mm-hmm. I get down there, I am so <laughs> overwhelmed by this, by my boss and, and these fans, and, and they're cheering me, and it, I just can't take it anymore. And that's when my opponent comes on, and I just, I just, you know, go ape shit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And and do my thing Overload. in the ring. Overload. Yeah. Right. I like it. So, like nine it. to five by Dollar Pardon. There we go. Hmm. Brian? What about you? I'm not as creative as you guys. I was thinking of like to say an 80s metal power song that just gets me charged up, okay, to come out in neon or black leather, whatever. Sure. I got Shoot to Thrill by ACDC, thinking along that same line. One of my favorite songs of all time let alone acdc songs so okay nice when i yeah when i did this for Mm -hmm. my song i did two and my Mm -hmm. other one was acdc my my serious one because you know that uh, joke one is serious one the other one was thunderstruck by Mm -hmm. acdc no the way that thing like and then like by the time it hits up then you pop out of the you know the entrance there so that was my that would have been my serious one fisher Fish Fish. Fucking dudes just swinging fishnet stockings over yeah. their head. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bring oh, out the, the fucking mask. legs. Let's go. I got it. The mask, right, that we sell to the kids, Um, it unzips, and when it unzips, it folds down, and there's Brian's beard under it. Ah, oh, yeah, that's fun for the kids. Look mm-hmm. at that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Marketing mm-hmm. genius. You, you still have his persona within the mask. Yep. Yes. Yep. This mask, is, this mask is hot. <laughs> Shut up. Yep. Don't forget where that donate button is on convincingidiots.wordpress.com and go mm-hmm. get your own leather zip face mask mm-hmm. with fold down Brian Beard today. Come That's correct. Do I have to wear it again? Fine, Megan. It does I will. what it's Megan, told. It. Okay, I will. That's right. All right. So, uh, of the uh, of the selections that each other has offered, mm. do you have a yes? Which mm-hmm. one wins as far as what we've? What we I have, have winners for both for of you. you. Go and ahead. They were the ones we had previously mentioned. I'm, mm-hmm. I am. I I like the idea. I, I Good Life by Kanye West from Dean is a good upbeat kind of if i'm doing a more uh, like a flamboyant character things like that maybe i'm more of a a, an in-your-face heel kind of character where i'm you know like a rick flair i guess kind of vibe is what i'm is what i'm thinking yep maybe you know uh and then also uh i love the hillary duff pick not just because it's hillary duff just good yeah i can i can show off my feminine sassy side walk down the ring you know what i'm saying not just Just, uh, uh, when nobody's at home that's right that's right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Dean, yep. I I like this idea of the uh, the the gambler and the the rocking great uh, version of the gambler. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I think my heel persona would uh, uh would really fit. On, I like this. Mm-hmm. And Dean, I'm picking yours. The the I love the good, bad, the ugly movies. My dad loved those movies. I love that character of Clint Eastwood, even though the, as a person, eh. Okay. But uh, the the whole theme, You'll the really whistling grasp theme. It. Mm-hmm. You'll really grasp because, like, that part that they play in the movie is like mm-hmm. a clip it of the actual song. Yes. The actual song is, like, epic, and, like, it, it has flows and, like, an upbeat to it, and, yeah, it's awesome. So I, would, I imagine I would come out in the same type of thing with a poncho. Yep, with that, with the hat, with the, with the cigarillo. Yep, smoking it and just slowly walk down. Yeah, that would. Yeah, obviously you have the no shirt and the trunks on. You flip the, you flip the. Actually, do you yeah. know where you could put the poncho on the, the um, side? Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> the yep. the that Mexican beer uh, commercial. Dos Equis? Um No, is it Dos Equis? Um Each one they have, a, they've had a different like a. Uh, uh, Mexican American uh, celebrity. Okay. What is that? Uh, uh, I think um, Amanda Ninos was was one of the celebrities. It is. It doesn't matter. It's a well, anyways, game. that yeah, commercial, yeah. that that mm-hmm. whole song is what's, playing in the background. Okay. What's Stella Artois? Yeah. What's Stella? Is that that's not? Yeah, it's not Stella Artois. Um, it's fine. I it's fine. But it it's a Mexican, it it's a Mexican no, beer. No, Brian, we have to find this out tonight, damn it, right now. <laughs> While we sit here. <laughs> so I like that theme. I like that theme. Well, I, I, Everybody I, just I take a 25-minute break and just think. <laughs> I'm going to do that next time at Ignite. I'm, I'm just going to wear a poncho, no shirt underneath. Of course. And just wrestling trunks with the hat and like cigarette. <laughs> I'm going to walk up to the bar. Say, <laughs> so what do you have? You can't smoke in here. I'm like, 
you know, whatever. You also have to put a shirt and pants on. You you put it out on his the back of his hand (laughs) as he's standing like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. I sort of tap. Here's your tap. (laughs) I like this uh, persona. Yeah, yeah. Just put the poncho, no shirt. Sir, you have to wear a shirt in here. I don't know. I like it. It's a, it's a great idea. I and, love it. And I, and I see, I I, I see this it's character name also being just, it's just one yeah. word, short word. It's just fish. Mm-hmm. Fish. Yes. Just fish. That's right. I've worked a long time. Yeah. Hey, mister, they tug on your poncho. It's fish. That's right. That was, that was my name in high school. And, yes, back and the it, child. Worked, yep. Yes. It, that that <laughs> that evolution of my high school persona, it, it needs to continue to evolve. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. a good evolution to, to Clint Eastwood from good to bad the ugly 100 mm-hmm. percent. yes yeah if, if i don't get there i've, I've failed of I've course failed somewhere along the way yeah. yeah all right this is all right great this has been a i think we solved episode. the world's problems if you ask we me have. i would say we, so we really have we've talked we about, definitely uh, have to, uh yeah. one in one of us has the chance to win the royal rumble at some point i would say yes. i mean it's all great Absolutely. gimmicks I'm mm-hmm. sneaky enough. I think I can get it done. Yeah, that's right. You just hang that's in the corner right. and act like you've been eliminated already. And wait mm-hmm. till it's almost over. Maybe go <laughs> under the bottom rope, hide it, hide under the the ring mm-hmm. till the end. Yeah, there you go. Yep. The, uh, the odd thing is, Nick, when I'm invited over to Dean and Megan, they, they call their bedroom stuff the Royal Rumble. Royal. No, Rumber. Royal Rumble. I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we have a lot men. of queens, we have a lot of queens come in. <laughs> Thirty men enter, one man leaves. Podcast. <laughs> he got Brian to laugh like that. <laughs> oh shit! Thirty. <laughs> now is the part in the show where <laughs> Dean walks across the stage and slaps me. <laughs> oh my god! Tells me to keep his girlfriend's name out of my fucking mouth. No. Oh my god! <laughs> that's, on a, that's, on a, that's on a slow night, Nick. <laughs> Yeah. Shit! Oh fuck! So, <laughs> yes, go ahead. All right, Nick, take us out of this, please. Yes, bring it so home. I, bring it home. I thought, in the spirit of professional wrestling, I would sure. like to do the outro uh, and pay homage to uh, one of my favorite wrestlers, the Ultimate Warrior, and do an outro in his one of his uh, insane mm. promos. So, mm-hmm. without Get further ready. ado. Convincing idiots listeners. They have been calling to you. They have been calling to all of us. The podcast platforms. They are out there for us to absorb. As well as social media content. They come together. All on a link tree. Convincing idiots, Linktree. All you have to do is Google it. Google convincing idiots. L. I. 
NK <laughs> T-R-E-E -E. You will find the links there to all the places to listen to the podcast. And don't forget about the website. When the overlords come down from their ships from the east and the west and the north and the south and they meet at the website, they will tell you the address to go to. You will go to convincingidiots.wordpress.com. So for this episode of Convincing Idiots, I am the ultimate millennial, Nick. I am the Zennial Dean, that's right, baby. And who are you? I am Gen X Prime, brother. Have we convinced you to meet us in the squared circle next week for another episode of Convincing Idiots? Yeah, baby. Come <laughs> on.